swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Tramere Rovers, who's double dip, led to their world caving in, could be getting back to where they were in double quick time. What a load of shite, basically. Uh, welcome along to This Is Tramia, yeah. post-match discussion of the Cheltenham game. That first half, first of all, is the worst first half since the Welling at home game um, in 2016. That, like, I, I'm beyond words, which is not good for for a podcast. Uh, at This Is Tramia on Twitter. I'm Matt Hibbert, by the way. Hi, everyone. I'm Matt Hibbert on Twitter. Uh, poor Big Mouth Harper can't be with us. Um, today, what as my cat nearly presses, nearly knocks me recorder off the table. Um, yeah, poor Big Mouth Harper can't be with us. He's too busy gallivanting around reporting for Wit and Albion these days uh, with Steve McNulty. But um, Jake Keogh is with us. Uh, well, he was. There's a poor, poor connection. Jake, how are you? Cooking his dinner. Right. I'm back on. I'm back on. Um, I'd like to start with three points. Go on. From myself. Yeah, before we get into the tweets. One, I must say, yeah, I must say I didn't watch the game. Uh, obviously, I followed it all, but I didn't watch it. Um, number two, the most important points, obviously, you'll, you'll have all seen. I'd just like to send my best wishes, and obviously this is Tramia's best wishes, to the family and friends of um, Ryan Soderberg, the Tramia fan who um, sadly passed this week. About, yeah, I had that. He took his, took his own life. And... Um, just, I think, uh, mental, men's mental health, especially, but mental health is massive to me. I've always, all my friends, although I'm, I'm, I'm huge on it, honestly, because um, I, I, like some of the stuff, obviously, you'll know yourself uh, from the last few years I've been through. Yeah. I know there's been times when I've really, really struggled. So I just want to send a message out to any Tramia fans. Um, if you ever wanted to get in touch with the Twitter page, you wouldn't know who you were talking to. Um It'd obviously stay completely anonymous if you just wanted anyone to ever talk to. I obviously encourage anyone to go and talk to your family, talk to your friends. There's loads of help out there from the NHS through anything. Just really, please. There's always I like I like to think there's always an option. And unfortunately for Ryan, Ryan must have felt like there wasn't an option. But I promise you, if, if there's anyone feeling like him, then there is. Well, do you know what, um, Jake? It, it's saying that like I'm obviously because of everything that's going on at the minute, I'm probably going through, like, the worst part of my life, and I feel, f- I've like, it's the worst I've ever felt, and, like, I've reached out to a couple of people this week who I know have suffered in the past, um, and I've had a couple of good, like, conversations with them this week, and it's, you know, 
it doesn't make things better the, the situation better but it makes you just think do you know what i mean um so yeah it I, makes you when it, you speak to people who've been through it it yeah. sort of makes you realize well look at them now so you know there's always always light at the end of the tunnel there's got to be there is and like as, as bad as things seem I, I, i've tried to get my head around that myself recently it's just like as bad as things seem now there's always someone in a much much worse position than you and there's like there's people like it's 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 honestly like without going to start this before we get into how shite the game was but like i've really like honestly i can't tell you how hard recently and even like like not right now is like it's been so hard for me and like speaking to people is helping me a lot and um just being open so yeah i'd echo everything that jake's saying that just like get in touch with me at matt Hibbert on twitter at this is trammy at jkeo double h and i'm sure paul harper echoes it as well because i know you know we, we've all we've spoke ourselves and we? we've all had troubles over the recent times as well so like mm. yeah like just do you know what like it's more than a football club and thank god for that after today's performance but yeah it, if anyone's feeling anything please you know get in touch with us on the on the twitter or whatever you know what i mean because um you know, ultimately there's more important things than football much more important things so but if football can help bring us together and you know some good comes out of it then 100 percent. we should probably then just quickly before um we get into the absolute shite that happened today on the football pitch uh twitter user at, at gid sentinel um said yesterday that his poor i think his four-year-old son nate got diagnosed with a, a tumor on his brain and they're waiting on a scan um and he, he put a photo up of him and his son little nate at rotherham away game last year the great late equalised by pain so just you know he said it's a three centimetre tumour um, he's going to have to have chemo and radiotherapy he's a four year old kid like what the fuck do you know what I mean again where's me moaning that I'm having a bad time with you know, everything going on and then there's a four year old kid there with brain tumour do you know what I mean like there's an example and like just so when it's uh, kids yo it's, mate what the fuck like, what's, what's he like, done to deserve that some people and obviously Paul Mate being one of them like some people really just don't get a level play, a level playing field no, start exactly. in life, and unfortunately for Nate, he hasn't. But I'm sure I've crossed everything I can on my body for him, and he'll come out the other side. And when he does, the kid will be ten times stronger for it. So yeah, I yeah, get, I get I, sentinel I thoughts um, to him and his dad and his whole family, and I'm just hoping and praying. I'm sure, I say I'm sure he will come out the other side. I really pray for him. He does. Yeah. Well, he's got the whole the whole Super White Army and all everyone from Trammy. He's had several players get in touch and Nicola Marpalios as well. So, like, just if you're listening, uh, I'm not sure of your name, but little Nate, um, sending all our love, and um, I'm sure you'll get through this. And one last little hor- bit of horrible news: I don't know if you saw ex uh, ex player Ollie Norburn. Um, his kid was born premature and passed away after a day. Which I is didn't just, know that. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, he, he put it out late last night. Um, his little kid Louis, you've born premature, and he, oh, just like, it's any sort of miscarriage or, like you say, born with a level playing field. He's born so premature, lived a day and died. Like, what the fuck? It's just not, life is not fair, mate, is it? And stuff like that. You haven't even had a chance at life. Nah, and just like, so again, all the, he, but like, you know, he was a good lad, Ollie Norburn. Good, great, I loved him as a player, and no one deserves that. So you know, again, thoughts are with Ollie Norburn, his missus, and the whole family. There, yeah. So um, yeah, definitely. Let's move on to lighter matters. The shit show that happened on the pitch today at Pretton Park. Three nil. I'll def- start. A three nil defeat by Cheltenham. Go on, Jake. I'll start with my only points I can really have on the game. Yep, go on. 
was, uh, and I said it straight away as soon as it happened, we started with a back three. Obviously, I'd say it ended 3-0, but obviously, I think the first goal in any game is the most important goal. Of course. Um, and we started with a back three. You can say a back five, but I mean, with the three centre-offs of Peter Clark, Manny and Mark Ellis. And now I'm sorry, but with them three are fucking monsters among men, the three of them. Yeah. You cannot have them three men on the pitch and concede a header within 10 minutes. It was a fucking completely free header. That is absolutely diabolical. I'm sorry, with with three centre-offs, and especially, you know, it's not like the small ball playing centre-offs. We've got three mountains as a back three. We should... we. You can't concede set pieces. It's a and fucking I'm sorry, bread and butter. I wouldn't butter. even blame Mike Jackson for that because what he meant to do, he, I know he was centre half, he meant to fucking head the ball for them. It's, um, Just head the, it, that set pieces are the bane of my life, honestly. I can't stress. There's nothing more frustrating as a coach, as a manager, as a fan to watch your team concede from set piece and I think every fan under the sun will agree with that it, when you see the goal mate it's just it's a fucking it's a great delivery like but it's a great delivery to the back post Scotty Davis is just nowhere like he's just he's out of the game completely and it's a free header from like fucking two yards out but it, it's exactly the sort of goal we don't score off a corner do you know what I mean you just look at it and go why can't <laughs> so we, goal we never do. why can't we fucking whip? if a ball gets whipped in like that it's the keepers for me for me personally that ball Davis, it's come across his six-yard box. He should be claiming that ball, but, you know, what do I know again? Um, it was just that first half, mate. My, before we get into the tweets from people, I'm going to say, me and you, Jake, at the time, said, privately and publicly, I didn't think Jay Spearing was a good signing. I've never been impressed by him. I think he's past it. And for, Centre mid is the most important position on the pitch. Mm. That dictates how you play. That central midfield partnership today of Paul Lewis and Jay Spearing was a disgrace. Bear in mind, at one time a few years ago in that Bromley game when Bucko got sent off, we ended up with James Norwood and Andy Mangan in centre mid, and I would rather have had them two in centre mid today than Jay Spearing and Paul Lewis. Just anonymous. The only things they did was Jay Spearing get caught on the ball, outpaced, outmuscled, outfought in every single way. And it just, if you're two centre mids, like forget the formation and all that stuff. If you're two centre mids and your main centre mid, is he the captain now as well, Jay Spearden? I think he's, no, I think Scott Davis may still be. But you know what I mean? He's supposed to be a lead. Your centre mid's supposed to be a leader, isn't he? He's a fuck. It was a disgrace that performance today. He should hang his head in shame. And most of the players should. The only one who, like, Feeney came on in the first half, Jacko made a sub, took Ellis off and brought Liam Feeney on. And he immediately made a difference. And he had. He probably should... Second half, here's the thing. Second half, Feeney had a one-on-one, got saved. Lewis had, like, missed from about three yards out. It got cleared over for a corner. And there was a couple of other chances, so we, sh- we could have had a goal second half. But it's fucking... You're 3-0 down to Cheltenham. The game's done. They played 50%. You know, they, they were playing it off their effort second half, just seeing the game out. They yeah, made, it's they, always the way, is it? When, when a team has got a big lead at second half... Yeah, just see... A big the, lead at half-time, sorry... You can make yourselves look good at in the second half. Just see the game out. Because they've come out half arse. They've yeah, just yeah. come out not to lose. Just see the game out. And honestly, mate, right, it was so annoying watching that game. Just, it doesn't, like, do the Trammy team we've got used to watching over the last, like, four years under Mickey, where it was like, they'll fucking yeah. die out there on that pitch. You can eat, I'm, I haven't been this angry on a podcast in a while. Like, it was so annoying watching it. There was just, there was no effort from some of them. It, it felt like you can't be that poor, you can't be that weak. 
in you know, in like the challenge in getting shrugged off. Manny Monfe getting shrugged off by their striker a few times. And I know he's not the most physical of guys, but he's a fucking man mountain, like you said. The centre offs are like Clark, and so is Ellis. A bit like just it was a disgrace that first half. Second half was better, but it couldn't get any worse. And like you say, they're not trying as much as they are second half. They're just seeing this game out. And it was just, yeah, yeah. The game's I, dead to them. Just yeah, nothing silly. Let's just go and let's just go and see this out. Kill the game. And like, bear in mind, next week, next week Saturday, we go to Cambridge, who have just won five nil away today. Paul Mullen gets two, by the way, for them. Get red, got rid of him. Shite, not good enough. He's now scored three. I think the leading scorer in the league scored three. And now we go to a team that won two nil last week and five nil this week. I honestly like. I don't know what eleven he's going to come up next week. We need right. I know we might. Centre mids, we need something better than Jay Spear and Paul Lewis. Ollie Banks, come on, last ten, he done some good stuff. He just you know, wanted the ball, he wanted the ball, he played some passes. Like we don't look like scoring. I know we said that last week, but we got a clean sheet. Just the creativity. Feeney now looks like he'll create. Woolery, get him fucking fit as soon as possible because we need him. That was yeah. an alarming performance in every way. It made you go look at now and go, we'll be fucking lucky to stay up. And it's not a knee jerk because. Throughout pre-season, like, we've not looked threatening. We looked like... Uh, the worry today is that all of a sudden, we're leaking goals. Three goals in the first half. Terrible goals as well, mate. All of them. Just from a defensive standpoint, you look at all three of them goals. Forget the third one, the own goals. There's not a player within 10 yards. There's like four of our players on the near post. But Scotty Davis has got a shot. It's yeah. got to be his ball. If if Lewis... I think it's Lewis. I don't know if it's Clark or Lewis. It was, Lewis scored, Lewis scored Lewis, the own It was, it was Lewis that went down as... Um, I saw someone say it was Clark. I thought it was Lewis. Um, Davis just has to shout, leave it. It's going to go to him. He can just catch it. Where's the foot? Like, fucking shout, your man. Like, you know what it's like? In, so, you're playing six aside or Sunday league. You fucking, you come off. Your voice is red raw because you've been shouting the whole game. Oh, just honestly, right? That's the most annoyed I've been watching us. We played bought poorly last year a few times, but like this was just another level of just, dis- it was a disgrace, that performance, an absolute disgrace. And um, I'll let you have your say, Jake, and then we'll get into the Twitter stuff. But trust me, it's going to be, um, we've got a lot of twi- tweets to get through. I'll go through the best of them. So yeah, Jake, your final thoughts yeah. before we get into it. I've always said it. I've always been so, I've always been so clear on every midfield that we've had in the club. You know what I'm like? I don't really, I try and be best. Yeah. I often hear, maybe hold back but I always make sure my opinion is clear and I've always said with this midfield we've had right now and don't get me wrong I think Woolery is a bit with Woolery and Phoenix for business but is it necessarily what we needed probably not like we've got if you think the attacking players we've got, if we'll, we'll say we we can have Feeney in there, Morris in there, Blacker Taylor in there, Vaughan in there, Ferrier in there, Woolery in there. Calm. You can't play them all. So let's not let's start hammering down some focus areas now. You've said we're going to have a big squad. I mean, sorry, you've said we're going to have a small squad. Our, out of our best ten players, six of them are, are in the front line. That's where's the spine of the team? Centre half, so we've got good centre. That midfield, the centre midfield is terrible. Speared in Lewis. Banks. Banks has to play for me. I know some people don't like him, but like, you know what? He's he's been through it with us. And I think I like I've always liked Banks. Put him with a Jay Addis. What's Jay Addis doing? He announced he's he's bloody helping the under twenty one development squad now. Honestly, is he is he worse than that Paul Lewis? Is he worse than Jay Spearden? 
Woodyard, I'd still think about that Woodyard deal. I know we got gazumped by Wimbledon and that, but yeah, I've got I got told that if we wanted to clinch that, we could have clinched it at the time. He's 10 times the player Jay Spearing is now. Jay Spearing might have been good I 10, 15 said, years I'd ago. Either through Spearing's wage at. Yeah, well, mate. There's no way we offered Woodyard. If, if we offered Woodyard, there's no way we offered Woodyard anywhere near what we offered Spearing. And you know what? I always say I try and hold back a bit, but I think Spearing has lived off being a Liverpool player for his whole career. And I think that shows with his steady decline yeah. in level across his career. And that's not with age. When he was 26, he was still declining. He was going from Premier League. He obviously had a few games of Liverpool to Championship, got found out of Championship to League One, got found out to League One, went to League Two with Blackpool, then got back into League One and now back down to League Two. There's a reason players decline. And I think with other players as well, like with some of the players we've got, don't get me wrong, like Lewis has come from um, down south to live back back on the Mays side where he's from. But I, I, I worry sometimes that... And obviously every player you sign comes from somewhere. Of course you do. But sometimes I see certain players who weren't standouts at the clubs he were at and then think... Well, is there a reason why we've got them so easily? Yeah, who else was is trying it, to get him? Yeah, like, was did he have many offers on the table or is Tramier just... And it's the same, I didn't have this feeling the whole time we were in conference, the whole... I haven't had this feeling for about five years. Are they, are they just coming here to get an easy wage and, and live close to home? It's an easy wage, Tramier Rovers for a few players. Yeah, Taylor not Fletcher, them, of course um, not. Higdon... Not but three or four, five, maybe, potentially. And as I said, I'm not overly worried about Central. I think Clark, Manny, Sid, and... Ellis. Ellis. And Ray still uh, here. I found it odd today that we had three centre-off starts and two on the bench. In yeah, the, why is Danny Walker-Rice not on the bench? Five in your squad. Like, why is Danny Walker-Rice not on the bench, like, is, unless he's injured? Telling me he's a, not a better option off the bench than George Ray, and especially like uh, even if we had two injuries, rides can play centre off. Yeah, yeah, like you don't need to take up five spaces in your squad with centre off. Sure, surely not. Well, like you know, you got fucking five centre halves in your match day squad, and you got three centre mids. Like the fucking issue there, mate. We, I don't know. Like, is Jamie Devitt still available from uh, Blackpool on loan? We've got a great deal with Blackpool B team at the minute. Honestly, get fucking him in. Get a combative, decent centre mid, not someone who just. Again, I'd love next week us to go to Cambridge. Jay Spear and be man of the match. Two assists, scores a goal. Great game. Dominates the game. Your centre mid should be the one player who dominates the game. That is how you win games. Is through your midfield. And our midfield today was the worst I've seen in years. It was a disgrace. It's literally the worst midfield since we had fucking Stephen Jennings and Maynard in there. And I liked Maynard, but he was not a quality centre midfielder. And just like, fuck me. Honestly, Jake, mate, wait, t- wait till you see the goals. You're going to be flabbergasted. Right, let's get to the tweets. Um, try and get through as many of them as we can. Sir for Dave. Says Jacko's at fault for this defeat. Terrible lineup to start that we all questioned before kickoff. Massive mark against his credentials as a manager. There's no excuse for this defeat other than poor management. I thought it was a weird eleven to pick, um, and then the formation 
well, certainly it's been proven it, it didn't work, did it? Rob Tyler says, shite, poor lineup, not attacking-minded at all. One up top doesn't work. Spearing can get to fuck. Play Banks instead. Feeney looked good when he came on, and Davis fucked me. Play Joe Murphy. Uh, Sam Cooper says, and I'm uh, quoting this, shite, 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 and more shite. Sprinkled on a bit more of raw shite. So, you know, I'm not sure what his opinion is on that. Fuck me. I haven't seen any of these tweets, by the way. Oh, mate, it's all the same. Rob Davis says, yeah, Rob Davis says, piss poor. Uh, Will TRFC says, miles off where we should be. Much better in the second half with the introduction of Feeney. Feeney and Woolery will be very welcome when they can both man's 90 minutes. Fucking hell, yeah, we need them as soon as possible. Miles says, horrible game, but if Jacko realises not to play that formation again, it'll be good for the rest of the season. That's the only thing you can say is, if you know, sometimes teams have a bad start, don't they? And they have like a come to Jesus moment. Um, I remember Chelsea under um, Conte getting beat three 0 by Arsenal once, and he changed the system, didn't he? But you know, hopefully you learn so much more from your losses. I will say that. Yeah, but hopefully you learn you can, so much like... more about your squad and you, yourself as a manager, yourself, like your coaching staff. Your whole Jack Oliver have learned a lot today. I think, even though he's been there a while. I think, as you say, with the formation, and the, it, he, he might, for all we know, he might be sat down out himself saying, you know what, Spain and Lewis, shite, I'm not playing them together next week. You, like, you hope that, don't you? You learn that from your losses and you're seeing in the, in the big games, obviously. Last week we played a man's field side who were in just as bad form as us, so I know they'll draw there. I don't know what you're doing, Jake. Have you gone underwater? Are you in the bath? Can you hear me again now? Yeah, you keep going like you're in a submarine. Do you know what it is? I keep putting um, your phone in margarine. Pretty much, yeah. No, yeah. I put my finger over the speaker. That's I it. I always, always do it. What a faux pas! Bring back. Do you know what people are saying? Put the tweeting in now. Bring back poor Big Mouth Harper. I don't know how they're tweeting in. We're not live, so that's even more confusing. Christ. Right. You can so, hear me. Here we go. So. um some more ones. Uh, Darren Riding says, this squad is better than last year's in League One, but the owners are gambling on Jackson as cheap continuity of the previous success, but so far they've shown nothing. Dan Tarney's got an interesting one here. He says, um, the thing is, only Mansfield's chance conversion prevented this from happening last week when we were also absolutely abysmal, just like in the two cup games. It's early days still, but so far Jackson is showing no ability to turn these supposedly talented individuals into a team. It's true, like last week Mansfield did have chances and we either got great boxing and their finishing was poor. So, yeah, it's, you know, we, we all thought it was a really good point. It's one of them I said last week at the end of this pod. Last week I said, it's a good point if we go and get a result next week. Otherwise, you go, mm, yeah. you know, it's it's not looking good. Dean Yowd says, negative setup from the start. They never look like scoring. Too many straight passes. Outplayed by a team. Beaten at home by Morecambe. That's what I said. These got beat last week alone by Morecambe. And like Morecambe's goal every year is literally to survive, and good on them because like you know they're. I know someone involved in the club there, and he tells me they are literally, if they stay up on goal difference every year, just surviving in League Two is their goal. And like they fucking they played off the park today first off. It was in Baddison. We tried the first off, mate. We, we at near the end we tried this press on them at their end, and they just passed it out and had a chance to score. And it was in Baddison. It was like, what's the point of the front three pressing when they, they passed away out of it? And then the midfield. But the midfield. I can't stress so much about the midfield today. It was a disgrace. And that is the issue for me. It is the fucking midfield. 
Like, we've got to do something about it. Uh, Southwest Tramier says two sloppy goals and anonymous central midfield. Again, meant everything went over the top. Vaughan's isolated on his own. Very poor all round. Feeney was the only positive. Spearing just doesn't look arsed. Um, Sam Page, like you said, he didn't watch the game. He said he didn't watch, so we can't comment on the performance. But he said, when you play three centre halves, why have two more on the bench? Negative setup, change formation. Hopefully, improvements will come quickly. It's the same as you said, Jake, isn't it? Like, what, what are we doing having five centre halves in the match day squad? It's bizarre. It's like either the squad is, you know, completely unbalanced, which we know it is now. I know we need to get rid of players and you know, people don't want, like George Ray's on three grand a week and no one wants to come and take him and he knows he'll never get that again. But like, we've got to do something. We've got to get some central mid- midfield in there. Um, Mike1884 says, shocking initial setup, improved somewhat afterwards, but the damage was done by then. Blunt up top, despite the introduction of Feeney, who could potentially be a revelation. SD21FC says, uh, poor performance all around today. Midfield desperately needs changing. Disappointed with new signings in there so far. Vaughan has to have some support up front. Bewildered by waiting 18 minutes. That's another good point. He says, bewildered by waiting until the 80th minute before bringing on Payne and Banks. It was. Like, he had to make another, another sub at some point early in the second half and it clearly weren't working. Like, bizarre. Jakey Wakey says, thought it was a great performance from the lads and encouraging from Jacko. The team seems to have gelled well and it's played in such uh, a great way. Um, obviously, he's... Uh, Taking the sort of drugs Paul Harper's normally taking. That's probably that's why Paul is here. Paul Harper was selling when he worked at the club. Well, you've just revealed a lot more of why Paul left the club in <laughs> such a such a cloud. Um, there's a re- there's a reason Rover the dog can't speak every week, and it's not because he's a dog. Yeah, damn straight. Poor big mouth Harper. Finally, the truth coming out. Uh, Misha Parry says miles off the pace reacting to other teams instead of dictating the play even this early the squad should be performing so much better it's another good point that like they dictated the game from the moment we kicked off and we were chasing them we're at home we should be imposing ourselves on them I know it's not the same without the crowd but it's a great point like it's a great point from Misha Uh, Neil um, says team selection was wrong from the start five defenders and two Defensive midfields and one striker at home is ridiculous and so negative. We are meant to be looking for promotion, but that was a relegation performance. There's problems all over the pitch and a lot to do for Jacko. Matthew Waring says, conceding the second goal from an attacking throw-in that you were waiting for Ellis to launch into the mixer summed up today. Spearing just here for the retirement fund, like we've said. One up top not working. Awful, awful, awful. Dave Holmes, first half was dire, second half was better, but damage done. Feeney seems the right kind of signing. The jury is still out on Spearing and Lewis. Fucking right it is. Stephen Rawlinson says, got a few games to go before we can overreact, but let's hope it's damage limitations, yeah. Dave Byrne, positive note, Feeney looks a good threat. Uh, too many first touches off. We need to be sharper. Have more of the presence up front. Vaughan's isolated. Yeah, we need Blacker Taylor. We need Ferrier back, don't we? See Andy Cook scored today, by the way, for, for Mansfield. Tom Boys. Yeah, boys Golf gets in touch. Being like this from pre-season, not getting control of games and playing on our terms. Adapting to try counter teams when we should be the other way around. Don't look like we'll be our... Don't, uh, yeah, don't look like we know our best shape and 11. We are creating nothing unless the opposition plays us in. A lot of improvement needed. Tracy Waddle says we need to concentrate on our own game and play positive. One up front is no good. Chris Davis is simply says toothless and clueless. Sam Robinson just says boo. I think I got all the, the O's in there. 
Jeff Android sixty nine says absolutely dreadful. One goal in four games, which Harrogate handed to us. Looks like we're playing with seven men. No options when players are on the ball. Too many long balls up to Vaughan. Too late with subs again. Every time we start a new division, it's with a rookie manager. Jacko is drowning at the minute. It's a good point that like every time we had the ball. It looked like we would like had less men on the pitch. There was never an easy ball. Every time Cheltenham had it, they had time on the ball, and there was always an option. So, like, you know, maybe there's bigger problems. Like in training, they need to do it, but like, it just doesn't look promising, does it? Um, Rob Davis says should have listened to Paul Harper, big mouth Paul Harper, and went to watch uh, Macca play at Witten Albion instead. Uh, yeah, at Creative Design says no real idea, no movement, no pressing, lots of work to do. Shocking. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to take any positives. I mean, Feeney probably is the positive, isn't it? He had a, he obviously he looked a play when he came on, but you know, one man is not going to change things. Uh, ben Hughes says the lack of early action in preseason when getting plays in is going to hound us for the first few weeks. Feeney was impressive when he came on. Vaughan looked a lot better. Davis doesn't give confidence to the defence. Time for a change there. A few people saying, is it time for Joe Murphy to get in there? Because Davis at fault recently in the penalty shootouts Harrogate goal goals today yeah it's it's a discussion that needs to be had I think uh, as Jake nearly gets lost there poor connection uh, Chloe Williams says spearing abdicating central midfield too many times it's true he was he did nothing on occasion we had Monte Rydell spearing and Khan all lined up on the left touchline looking like some forlorn relay team that dropped the bat on yeah it did at times didn't it that's um, it's what happens Ivor Thomas has poor performance, tactics wrong me? from the start. Jake, you're back with us, you're back, mate. You're back from your subterranean yeah. cave where you've been living. Uh, Ivor Thomas, poor performance, tactics where wrong from I the start. It's Paul Harper's fault, isn't it? So where it is. It's all Paul Harper's no, fault. Um, Spearing um, yeah, looks miles off was, the pace. What I was going to say. Go on. Um, sorry, I know you've started to reread the no, no, go on, again. Jake. Where about did I get cut off? Uh, about sentence. about twenty eight minutes ago. It's not not on you there. Um, um, no, we didn't hit any of any of your sentences. Go ahead, start again. All oh, right, okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I started by saying that it's gotten because for me, and it, this isn't just because and and like I know the lad, but I think like there's now calls for Joe Murphy to be in there, and I think do you know what we've had a young potentially very promising goalkeeper for ages and this isn't the first time Scott's made a few mistakes and even when Scott was injured we had a young promising goalkeeper that never really got in never really got his chance yeah and now now I can only think that who knows and there's so many clubs Tramier for years Max Power being the last one Tramier for years have had Absolutely no faith in the kids that have come through. Um, Who was the last one to come through? I'm trying to think. Max Power, I think. The one come through and done well. And, like, come through and ended up making a space for himself in the first team. And I I honestly don't think that's due to lack of ability. I really don't. Um, Obviously, like, you look now, there's, like, kids whose force moved away, like Dexter Isdale. And don't be wrong, I'm not saying Dexter Isdale would... um, would start for Tramia right now but at the end of the day the, the lads at Coventry he's had a, a, a very solid move at um, Solihull Moors he'd done very well there last year in his loan move yeah. this year I, I don't know if he's played in the games but I know he played. He featured a lot for them I think he got, he got sent off he's been sent off this season I know that so he has played 
well, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be singing his praises. <laughs> but I just think, like, I just think with like now where there's calls for let's let's get Joe Murphy to play, we could have been saying that and building up a 22-year-old goalkeeper who could have then been the next big thing at Samia. And you know what? As as much as you say it, um, as as much as you don't want to hear it, the next player to use Sammy as a stepping stone I honestly believe he could have been if if he had that chance because you don't get experience without playing and I understand like obviously you've got to keep your faith in your players but for me there's been so many times where Scotty has been questionable and never questioned like the loyalty from the fans towards him is second to none the loyalty from the coaching staff seems to have been but you can't hide from the fact he makes too many mistakes. And as you say today, the first goal was potentially his fault. Yeah. I just think now it's, it feels, for me, disappointing that we're now, there's now fans saying, okay, well, let's try our subkeeper. When our subkeeper's now, what, 35? No, he's like 39, well, isn't he? 38. Even older. Yeah. So, exactly. So, we're now, we're now crying out saying, let's play the subkeeper. Where were these cryouts when Luke Pillen come on and had a great game against Atkins and Stanley, yeah. and then got and then got thrown back to the bench while we got in Aaron Chapman, who was hopeless. Yeah, it's, who, um, who was fighting Luke's corner then? I don't think you're the way. only one with these opinions, you know. No, I, and I've always said it, and it, I say it's not just because I've known lads coming through. Matt um, Matt Jones tweeted when we let Evan Gums go. There's no doubt Evan Gums will end up back at this level if not higher. Evan Gums, ev- everyone I've spoke to, uh, and I'm talking. Academy staff, I'm talking lads who've played with him through the youth teams and first team pros. I've always said, Evan, like no nonsense centre off. He just comes and he cleans the whole lot out and he's fantastic. And I've, I know, don't be wrong, he's had his injuries. But I personally, this year, with the squad we've we had at the time, especially, I would have given him another year. And I, I'm just a big believer in trying to make the most of our academy because I don't think our academy is that bad. I honestly don't. And a lot of clubs do it and make a lot of money it, it, Mark wants a club to be sustainable there's a great income if you can actually feed some of your own players yeah. rather than spend them big spend them big wages on players like Jay yeah it's, that's, um, that's, that's it's my hard to, for the day it's hard to argue with any anything you've said there to be honest Jake I'm sure a lot of people will agree with you so get, yeah give us your thoughts get in touch with on Twitter at this is Tramia if you agree or disagree with the uh, Jake's journey. It's not really Jake's journey. That was it. it was more Jake's Jake's vent of the day. Jake's um, Jake's journey that the youth team and academy players should be taking. Yeah, there you go. Uh, fuck, you've done well, there, mate. I'll give you that. Take that. <laughs> the academy. Po- the academy players should be on a journey, and they're not. Take that, poor big mouth Harper. We don't need you. <laughs> go back to your your drugs and your spice and your yeah your, your cannabis plants and all that stuff. Smoking off what? a dude. Smoking one off. Born in Berry Paul, wasn't he? Well, what, what more? What more can needs to be said than that? Exactly. Um, you got to keep an eye on people from. We'll we'll wrap it up. We'll go through a few more tweets. Fletch gives a slightly more reasoned response. Uh, positives only, Feeney, but we'll all be expecting the usual meltdown. But it's early days, so let's see how the lads react. Uh, Sean says garbage. Ricky Hughes says start Ollie Banks, stick him in the middle of the park, and give him the armband. Yeah, it's, it's, you know what? It's an interesting one. Like maybe it, Davis doesn't need the armband anymore. It's um, uh, Prentonian says a good game to miss, which unfortunately I did. So you know, 
Sorry, which fortunately I did. Yeah, I wish I had missed it as well now. Uh, Paul Ricci says, manager already looks out of his depth. System was shocking. One up front at home. Players look confused and off the pace. Warning signs were there and I'm genuinely concerned. Away next week at the top of the league. Yeah, Cambridge away next week. Unbeaten. Paul Mullen, three goals leading scorer. I agree with that. Like when they said he looked off the pace. Like the whole thing we heard about Jacko is, they'll be the fittest they'll ever be. But we looked off the pace today. Like they just looked quicker, sharper and stronger and like, God help us. Um, yeah, people get spearing is getting a right rollick, and I won't read out all of them because there's too many to go through. Uh, Kenny Clark about spearing, not even close to being half as good as Jay Ellis. Can't tackle, no legs, can't pass, doesn't keep it ticking. Utter shite, he is done. Does seem to be the general consensus, and like he's on a two year contract. Like, you know, I'd, again, I'd love nothing more than next week Jay Spearing to go and be man of the match and a lovely away win at Cambridge, and I hope that happens, but at the minute. It's everything I hoped, uh, everything I wished. It, you know, like I, I have my, we had our concerns. We made them perfectly clear when he signed, and like, sadly, it's coming true at the minute. But hopefully, things can change. Um, Seanford Simmons said he will only give his opinion on spearing after the watershed. So we get back in touch after nine pm. Uh, Royzer says we look awful right now. Four competitive games in, and the team is showing no signs of progress in terms of cohesion or procession, which is true. Like it's, it's Woodian, like isn't it? It's um, it's Woodian times. Peter Sale says um, appalling shades of welling that's what I said midfield needs to be stronger Vaughan needs more support those two isolated Feeney looks good but the rest was sloppy a lot of work needed <laughs> even even my dog Podrick was unimpressed and went to sleep after the first goal same as my cat she had enough went outside to play in the garden uh, Leslie Murray says Ellis should be starting with Clark every game Manny is great, but they don't work together. Too many defenders on the bench. Lewis Spearing does not work. Can't change the game in eight minutes. Feeney has to start next. We need two up front. Shall I go on? It's the same as we're all thinking the same, aren't we? We're all thinking the same. It's um, it's tough. Matt Jones, not that Matt Jones, the journalist, but another Matt Jones, uh, says, with a new team, I expect to see improvements in every game, but I've seen none in our first four games. That was a disgraceful performance today. They looked like they had no clue. Is this another Brabham situation? Hmm. Mike Williams said um, Jack who shit himself matching up to their formation. Game was half won by them already by us doing that. Hoofball to an isolated striker after spending a lot of money on a green carpet. One up top isn't working. No high press, too defensive. I am worried uh, more about how the other teams... Yeah, more, he's more worried about how the other team set up than his own. It's uh, not much good stuff coming out on Twitter today. We'll do the last couple and then we'll wrap it up. Dave TRFC 1990 says, I noticed zonal marking on corners, which never works. I agree. The whole team looked tired. A few, I'd say, were overweight. Spearing can't pass. Morris had a terrible game. The wing-backs need to be 20 yards further up the pitch. Only good thing was that Vaughan wins headers. Yeah, but there's no point in winning headers, is there, when there's no one around him? We all agree on that. James Standring says... Hoping that's the end of one up top. Vaughan worked hard, but he's a different player to Norwood who managed to work the system on his own. We miss Connor Jennings' attitude and commitment. A lot of these guys could learn a thing or two from him. Uh, And finally, we'll wrap it up on this. David TRFC says, uh, I wouldn't bother um, giving my thoughts. Much better to go out and get on the lash earlier and forget about it, which I think is what everyone should do. Go and get some ailing or get yourself to a boozer. And um, yeah, you know, let's forget about this because, you know, don't let, it, don't let it... We learned a long time ago, don't let Trammy Rovers ruin your weekend. If we win, great, enjoy it, but don't let it ruin your weekend. I'm supposed to be going to booze later for a few drinks and I'm looking forward to it. And uh, here comes my cat. Chico, what do you think of that? Chico, what do you say? 
Speechless. Hello. Chico, so am I. Is she speech? I think she is speechless. She's going to jump on the windowsill now. Chico, <laughs> what do you think of Jay Spain's performance? <laughs> there you go. Got a little the window. There you go. She went. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. So uh, that was the um, Cheltenham post-match podcast. That this get in touch. Any thoughts? If, if you enjoyed the podcast, any thoughts on what we've said? Our opinions, Jake's journey rant, uh, my rant at the start. Um, get in touch at this is Trammy on Twitter, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, at Jake Keo Double H, and at Paul Harper eighty two. Poor Big Mouth Harper, too big for the club now. He's off watching Billy Witten Albion. Yeah, on their dime. Do you know how much he's getting paid by Witten Albion, Jake? I saw him before. I saw him down. You know what he's buying? Blacked out range. He was buying with cash. He was buying. Blacked out, oh, top that, spec, leather seats. Well, well, where's he getting the money from to buy a blacked out rangey? Paul Harper. It's not legal, Matt, I'll tell you that. You know he's moved to Manchester? Do you know whose house he's moved into? David Beckham's old house from when he was at Man United. <laughs> That's whose house he's moved into. It's a disgrace. Someone should really look into that, and I'm sure someone will. Get Jay Spearing on the case, he can look into it. Private investigator. Can't be any worse than he played today in midfield, can he? Yeah, so we'll wrap that up in nearly 40 minutes. we got two now, ranting and raving. It was terrible, wasn't it? But, like, let's hope. Don't know what can change in a week, but we can go to Cambridge. Not just get a result, but, like, put in a good performance and look like a fucking cohesive football team because that today was a disgrace. Tramier 3, uh, Tramier 3, fucking hell, I wish. Tramier nil, Cheltenham 3 was the final score. Uh, for myself, Matt Ebert and Jake Keogh, that was at This Is Tramier. Um, post-match podcast. What a load of shite. Jake, go and enjoy your tea. I'm going to go and put ours on now and go have a few pints. Yeah, I agree. And do you know what? I was going to... You've tucked the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, look, you know what? To end on a slight positive, and it's not even a positive to do with Tramia. It's just to do with football. Do you know what? It's a funny old game. <laughs> Greaves, he once said. One, you, you, hero to zero, and let's hope Next week, we'll go from zero to hero, and a few things can start clicking. Look, a lot can change overnight in football. You don't become a bad footballer overnight, and as I say, the centre-halves with us, we know they're not bad. It, do you know what? Shit happens. Yeah. So this week, shit happened. Next week, it's gone. Tomorrow morning, it's gone. We're like, oh, I'm sure all the players will have the little sulks tomorrow. Hopefully, Jacko's got them in tomorrow morning. I think he deserves to be in tomorrow morning. And then, Let's go and fucking put it right next week. Everyone, I know it's obviously, it, it sounds stupid saying it because the fans can't be there, so it can't be for everyone. But all we can do is sort of fucking will them along the way. Now, there's no point giving them all dog's life on Twitter and all the rest of it. Let's just get on with it. Get behind them in whatever little way we can with this fucking COVID. And let's just see what happens over the next few weeks. I'm with you, Jake. Let's fucking hope something happens this week and we can go in there. This time next week, we're talking about a much improved performance uh, away at Cambridge because, let's face it, it can't get any fucking worse, can it? Enjoy your weekends. Um, <laughs> Jake, enjoy your dinner. I'm going to enjoy mine. I'm going to put some chicken Kievs in the oven now and I'm going to enjoy a few pints later. Have a good weekend. At This is Tramit on Twitter. Get in touch. Up the fucking Sam, yeah. Suarame!